Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families Podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families. Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families, and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today. Hey guys, thanks for joining us again this week on the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This week is episode four, and we are going to be doing a Q&A, answering all those questions that you asked. Without further ado. Did you have a hard time connecting with her child? Um, I think that the answer was no, not not necessarily for, for me in this situation, but it was unique because, you know, uh, Vanessa had a son and obviously being guy to guy, it was a little, a little easier to connect and find commonalities through sports or through activities. And for a, a young boy, it was pretty easy uh, to find things that we enjoyed doing together. Um, I think it can be more challenging if you're, if you're a different, uh, you know, boy, girl, girl, mm-hmm. boy. Uh, the one thing I would encourage you is, is just be patient. Uh, connecting with kids is usually on their time. Uh, so don't over push your schedule or your agenda on them. Uh, allow them time to adapt. Uh, and then you'll find that you'll find grounds to equally connect. Yeah, I think you did a really great job of that um, and just didn't force the relationship. It's something that can happen organically and naturally. And the more that we do that, um, it builds up trust, but it also just allows the relationship to develop naturally in the way that God designed it to. Do you get along with her ex-spouse? The answer is yes. Um, Do we always you know, see eye to eye, you know, not necessarily, but there also is in, in what needs to be there is just a mutual respect for each other. Uh, I believe that we both have the same goal, which is uh, raising great kids and, and trying to um, pour into them. Obviously we're different people and that's okay. Uh, but it's just important to have a good respect, good communication, open communication, um, I think is the best way to go on that. Yeah. And I would say, um, as far as my relationship with my ex-husband's wife, you know, just having that open communication and blended families are hard. There's always, you know, going to be some ups and downs, but you know, we have a great relationship now. So thankful for that, that we're all able to co-parent on the same level with the same goal in mind for our children. And so, um, you know, it's just something that you really have to work at and be intentional at, but that relationship can happen and it can be something, um, that you, that is good. It doesn't always have to be a struggle. It doesn't always have to be a fight. And there doesn't always have to be tension or disunity. In fact, we serve a God that is a God of unity and not disunity. And the enemy is the one that wants to keep us in disunity between our ex-spouses. And so I'm just very thankful that we're Mm -hmm. in a season um, and have a great relationship with Mm -hmm. my ex-spouse and his wife. How do you feel about having both biological and stepchildren? I think that's always an important aspect to consider. And, and we talk a lot about expectations. Um, the one expectation that I would hope that you would hold at bay and the one that I think is the one that, that, is, that is furthest from the truth is number one, you have to love all your kids the exact same. Um, loving your children can be different. It doesn't mean that you love them any less. It just means you love them differently. Uh, the love you have for them is constant. It is strong. Uh, whether they're biological children or stepchildren, they all have unique gifts from God and you were placed there to be their parent. 
So loving them uh, is an intentional act and absolutely you can get to that same love. Yeah. And it would, like you said, I think with each kid being different, mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, you, you relate to them in a different way. You know, God didn't create us all the same. Um, but like you said, having those different characteristic, different gifts, and we can nurture and grow those gifts with our children. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just being able to mm -hmm. relate to them in the best way that they receive it. Um, yeah. It's something that you can do. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you do when your stepchildren reject your new marriage? I think the best thing to do is number one, just be patient. Um, rejection is something that comes pretty soon after just an unfamiliar or something you're uncomfortable with. So because it may not be the most comfortable situation mm -hmm. for your stepchildren, rejection may come naturally. Um, just be patient, uh, be respectful, but also I, I would tell you in, in the priorities of the way God designed us, your marriage is more important, you know, and making sure that you have a respect for your marriage and understand and, and clear understanding to your to your stepchildren that that is a priority in your life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What actions should we take when the stepchildren react to destructive behavior? Something about just sitting down with the children and talking to them about what it is that they're feeling and what is on their heart and just getting into that place of, you know, why are these things coming out? What is the issue of the problem? Because it's not necessarily us, but it might be a heart issue or something that they're dealing with. And so just getting down on their level, loving on them, touching on them, praying with them about the situation or whatever it is, but also setting that boundary of, you know, this is not right. Biblically, this is not what um, you know, God wants us to do. And as their parents, it's our priority. It's our responsibility, uh, to steward and disciple them and disciple them in the way that, um, we sh they should grow up, how to train a child up. So. Yeah. No, I think uh, Vanessa hits right on the head here. You know, number one is, is again, just loving, supporting them, but also communicating that it's just not acceptable behavior. It's just, it's just not how we deal with problems. Uh, and then giving them a alternative path, a uh, path that can show results that you can get to the core root of the problem. Uh, but op open communication and not avoiding the issue. And the other thing that I would mention is, is not avoiding it within, within between the blended families. If there's a destructive Absolutely. behavior, you need to be open and communicating with your ex-spouse mm -hmm. and being clear on that, not being scared mm -hmm. of, of the blame game, but more involved with, hey, this is a behavior that's going on. Mm -hmm. We both agree this is not constructive. So we need to be open and, mm -hmm. and, and, and unified mm -hmm. in that response. Absolutely. Will my new spouse ever see my children as their own? Yes, they will. They will see, you know, we talk about this and it's, it's very well researched in terms of, number one, just how you refer to your children. Uh, I think one of the things that is a commonality is you say, well, this, these are my children and this is my stepchild. Uh, and I think that's a wrong way to communicate. Uh, it starts programming the brain to think that they're somehow different uh, or that your responsibility as a parent is somehow different. Uh, being able to, number one, just voice that you're, they're your children, uh, whether they're biological or step, they're still your children. Mm -hmm. Once you start doing that, just unconsciously, you're going to start feeling different about it. Um, and again, I'll, I'll say it, and we talked about this in a previous question, you may not think that you love them all the same, and that may be okay 
that you can love them all differently, mm -hmm. uh, but the love is constant. Yes, absolutely. What do you do when your new spouse does not like your child? I would first go back to the core of what your marriage is uh, and understanding that the marriage is the relationship and the, and the acceptance of their children. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be my first, my first go-to is going mm -hmm. back to an, uh, an analysis of, is there anything wrong with your core marriage? And are there some things that are mm -hmm. hidden behind the surface that you need to bring forward? Right. And love conquers all. I mean, throughout scripture, um, above anything else, love. And so whenever we can see other people, the way that Christ sees them and for who they are, then, um, you know, we can love them and we can be loved to them. And so, uh, you know, I think, like you said, going back to the marriage and, mm -hmm. you know, that's something that I, I think that you would have to really um, approach head on at the beginning of the marriage. Uh, because that is a really big deal. And that could be something that could cause friction or tension in your marriage. Um, if it's, if it's something that, that you've approached beforehand. What can I do when my stepchildren are becoming exposed to unhealthy behaviors at the other house? You know, the thing that I think you can do is you just have to have open communication with the other parent. Um, at the end of the day, it's not about what you want or what the other parent want. It's about what's best for the child and for their well-being. And mm -hmm. so just approaching it um, in a loving, graceful, and just, um, you know, godly way, praying about it, praying about the situation before you go into it, and just letting the Holy Spirit lead you throughout whatever it is that you want to say, mm -hmm. um, praying over your children, God, protect their eyes, protect their ears, protect their hearts from the things that they are seeing mm -hmm. and receiving. Um, but ultimately, you know, when it comes to your children, their safety obviously is a number one priority. So I think mm -hmm. just being, you know, on the same level with the other parent. And if, and if you don't have that relationship, you know, where you're constantly butting heads with your ex-spouse, um, you know, it might be that you need to seek some counsel, uh, godly counsel or, you know, um, counseling, uh, you know, or legal counsel, legal counsel or family counsel. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if, um, you have to do what's best for, for your child and you have to protect them. How do we maintain our emotions when talking about our ex in front of our children? I think it's really easy. You just, um, you come from a place of love. You come from a place of grace um, and you just speak life over them. You know, what is in the heart, the mouth speaks of. That is something that is in scripture. And um, whatever is in our heart is going to flow out of us. And so our words have the power to tear others down or build them up. And so what do you want your children to see and here, do you want them to hear that you're tearing their they, their mother or father down or building them up? And our words have such a magnitude of power. And so I think that mm -hmm. um, we really have to be cognizant of the way that we are um, talking about them and just continually um, just lift them up, whether it's 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 what you believe at the time or not. But the more that we speak those things, the more that we're going to believe those things. And so the more that we can lift them up um, in front of the children, the better it's going to be for them. And at the end of the day, if you're, if you're praying for that other parent, it's really hard to be mad or upset with someone when you're constantly blessing them. So I think just blessing them continuously, whether that's in prayer or with just speaking affirmations over them um, is, is the best thing that we can do. Mm -hmm. How can our blend be better? 
I think what I would go with is examining your heart when you enter your marriage and always having a temperature check of how your emotions are doing. Um, we, we understand you bring things into your new marriage. Um, what you don't want that to happen is it to overflow and, and somehow taint or discourage your new marriage. So I think number one would be just understanding that you need to deal with some unresolved anger, some maybe some resentment. Uh, higher expectations need to be curtailed. Um, and be in prayer for that. Uh, be in prayer for uh, healing to take place within yourself so that your new marriage can prosper. Be in prayer for your new marriage, for your spouse. Be in prayer for your ex-spouse. Uh, understand that that is God's way of, of, of designing the marriage. And again, if it doesn't matter if it's your second, third, or ninth marriage, if you do it God's way, it's going to be great. Absolutely. I, I think along with what Scott said, just you know, having faith in Christ as the center point and focal point of your marriage and your family is just naturally going to make everything better um, instead of trying to do it man's way or the world's way. When we have that firm foundation, nothing can move us. And so um, it doesn't mean that there's not going to be things that come our way, um, they're going to try to knock us down. There's going to be hardships. There's going to be ups and downs. But when we have Christ as our firm foundation and our, our strong tower and fortress that goes before us and all that we do, um, it just makes the process easier. Well, guys, we hope you've enjoyed this Q&A. Uh, it was a little little different from our normal format. Uh, if you have specific questions or things you're like, this is my situation. You know, what, what advice or can you pray for us? Uh, please uh, email us at info at blendedkingdomfamilies.com or leave a comment. Uh, we also want to encourage you to please share this video. Click the share button, click the like button, get this video to as many blended families as possible. Uh, and we would really appreciate that. Yeah, guys, we are in this journey with you. We are here to serve you and we just want to walk beside you um, throughout your blended family process. And so guys, we love you and we hope you have an amazing and blessed day. Be blessed in all that you do. Thank you.